Welcome everyone into the Everyday Experience Podcast, a show called It's Probably You. I'm your host, LDP, and riding shotgun, I've got Jesus on the microphone. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Back again. This is like the most fun time of the year. I feel like whenever we do the kickoff episodes, it just makes my heart kind of flutter a little bit. I'm filled with joy as we do these episodes. It's like coming back to school. <laughs> it's like coming back to school. Um, we are sipping on some cocktails. We are keeping it nice and classy for this opening of season eight. And when I when I really thought about this, I was like, season eight, numero ocho, little little, little sign of things Nailed. to come, things to come. But um, how you feeling going into season eight? Good. It's uh, kind of like nostalgic, not nostalgic, but what's the word? Comforting to come back whenever we start recording. Start talking, start chatting. I do feel like time passed really quick, though. Like, yeah, you said that when we were getting ready. You're like, when does this start? I'm like, well, today. Didn't the season just end? And it's like, oh, shoot, we're already on the new season. Yeah. It's wild when you think yeah. about it. But you guys know what it is. New season. That means we have a new theme. So we're going to be showcasing that here shortly. But really just want to take some time and catch up. You know, kind of reintroduce ourselves to those who are just listening. Thank you to everyone who has found us and either follow us on Instagram, subscribe to the show. We see you. We appreciate you. And thank you for those who have DM'd and just interacted with us. It means a lot, and we appreciate you for that. Um, but, yeah, what's going on in your life? Not that much. Same old. Just going through the motions, you know, <laughs> Yeah, getting stuff done. Yeah. Um, so are you still riding bike? Uh, well, the weather's been a little bit bad. <laughs> uh, you know, kind of a couple of weeks ago, that wind was no joke. Yeah. But uh, anytime it's warm enough, yeah. Like today, yeah. my bike riding with the kiddo. Yeah. Good to get outside the house, right? Dude, love it. It's legit one of my favorite things. Especially I, now that my son likes it because yeah. we got him a little trailer. Yeah. So I pull him and he just has a blast with it. So yeah. we bike to the park. He plays a little bit. Gets mad. Bike him back. <laughs> it's a whole family event though, right? Yeah. I know you've been doing some traveling too. Uh, we did. Just got back from California. Nice. Yeah. Got to see the family. Mm-hmm. Took the kiddo. Probably won't be flying for a while again. <laughs> flying with a toddler is just, this is rough. I am not looking forward to it. I've got a trip that'll be right after. So the season's going to end. And then a couple of weeks later, we've got a trip to Buffalo. And I'm just like, oh, man. Oh, dude, it's rough. You can't cool. even do the old, like, oh, let me get a couple of drinks before the flight thing. Because it's like, no, I need to be ready for this baby. Yeah, because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's a long flight. And for me, I don't know if other people live like this, but I am definitely a drink before flight person like that has always been in my soul i'm i actually really enjoy flying so it's not, well i did yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily because i'm like nervous or anything i just like being a little bit you know with a little buzz when i get on a flight there's something about that little buzz listen to some music maybe watch a movie i don't know it just feels like you know i that ritual is gone when we traveled with my daughter and back in uh um when we went to jersey couldn't couldn't really relax couldn't really uh have a good time so you know i wasn't a big drinker on flights until like recently last couple yeah. of flights yeah because um i bought a drink on the flight and their machine didn't work so they didn't charge me oh and i was like oh that's convenient i forgot why i got it that time <laughs> and then since then i'm like well since they didn't charge me next time i'll get another drink because yeah. that'll balance out the price or whatever yeah every single time i bought a drink the machine didn't work <laughs> so like Every time I bought a drink on a plane, I never had to pay for it. That is fantastic. And it was pretty great. <laughs> so I won't say that like the first time they charged me, I'll stop. Or when I'm traveling with with a family, but yeah, uh, until then, <laughs> dude, that's really lucky. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Um, so so I think the secret is if their internet's not working, 
Yeah. That's how you know. Oh, so if the internet stops working, buy a drink. Buy a drink. All right, see, we're, te- see, we're already kicking this off with some insider knowledge. I absolutely love that. Um, for me, it's been a lot of yoga teaching. Um, so right now, I'm still at Funky Picnic. Shout out to, um, to Sam and Colin. So I'm still there. First Saturday in every month. Come flow with me. Um, that's been going like really well. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, we had to put a cap on it because too many people. Which, Good problems you have. That's a fantastic problem to have. But even the smaller classes are fantastic. But for me, it's like 12 to 15 students. That's like my sweet spot. Um, we've had 20 plus. Once you get past 20... Um, for one person in that space, it's really hard for me to make sure that everybody's good. And I know some other yoga teachers are like, oh, I can handle it. Well, that's you. Uh, I know my limits. I'm a 12 to 15 student kind of guy. Yeah, keep it 12 to 15. <laughs> that's like my perfect realm for having people there. Um, and right now I'm going through anatomy class. So I'm actually with the yoga project. I am learning full on anatomy. I am in a 12 month course. Where at the start of the month, we get a certain body part introduced to us. And then we have the rest of the month to complete anywhere from like six to 11 modules. That's cool. <clears throat> so you get like target specific parts. We, we tar- so yeah, we target specific parts of the body. Uh, we did like the ribs. We've done the diaphragm. Um, it's It's been really interesting to see kind of how the body works. My thought process was everything that I do from a creative standpoint I try to get better and try to like deepen it. So I figured with the most physical thing that I do, probably be a good idea to take that up a notch and be better, you know, to, for, for my students sake. Yeah. Let's have cool. a better understanding. Uh, the body is really hard uh, to understand. Um, every doctor deserves a raise because or nurses, anybody that has to deal with the human body on a regular basis, the, the complexity is beyond anything that I imagined. I knew it was hard, but then when you actually start learning about it, there's like, I, there's no way I could have been a doctor. Yeah. I mean, you probably could have if you were a but it, it's a lot. I mean, now it's nice to learn to focus on the specific parts because it's like if you move the wrong way at my age, like you're hurt. You're done. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it'd be nice to strengthen those muscles. Up. If I if I cough the wrong way, like I might be in pain for like a couple of days. And the more that I find out. <laughs> I'm sorry. The re- I'm just laughing because oh, I was at the park earlier and there was the jungle gyms and a little girl just fell off and ate it. And I was so worried. I'm talking like a young like toddler. Each yeah. Time. Just fell off. Wham. Hit the floor. I was so scared. Just gets up and looks at me, brushes off and goes, continue playing. And I'm like, dang. Like when I was remember those days. Do you remember having that? Like I would have been out for weeks. Weeks. <laughs> would have been done for. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, learning about the body has been a lot of fun. Um couple cool things that have happened for us. Um just like random events that I've been able to to attend. So like um going to Cherry Coffee and being able to do a little tasting with them. That was, you know, that was a few months back, but that was a lot of fun. Did a melt photo shoot. They were just calling for people to come out. So did that with them. That was a ton of fun. I then got to meet uh, Carrie at Cheesy Does It, where Scotty Scott, who was a guest on our show, he has his food truck that's at the Holly. So I went to that. He invited me to come and do a tasting there. And then by the time this is out, we would have already been to Blackland's. For their event that they have coming up, so my first one. I, this nothing can possibly <laughs> happen between now and tomorrow. Do not mess this up. No. So uh, the running joke in like the Fort Worth community of podcasters that have been 
doing events with us is. Jesus is never at the events. Never been. You've never it's been to any of the events. It's always been something though legit. It's all, yeah, it's always been legit. I had a scare for this one. I had a scare. <laughs> when we got back from the trip, Myra started feeling sick. My wife. Yeah. She never gets sick. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, is it COVID? But no, it was a false alarm. <laughs> good, good, so good. Like, oh, so. Good, good. So yeah, you've missed the Harper. You've missed doing some of the ones with the PBR and Texas Rattlers. So this is it. You're you're gonna be at Blacklands. I am going to be unless something like catastrophic happens. And boy. so next next week we're gonna talk about our yes. time at Blacklands. And I'll be there and I'll be, I'll be able to contribute. <laughs> Everybody's doing the over under on whether or not you're gonna be there. But I digress. That's a, a little bit about what's going on. I'm excited about this season. We've already started recording. I'm sure that you know those of you who follow us on social media have already seen. Uh, and already getting some hints as to who our guests are going to be for the season, but a great lineup of individuals. Thank you to all of them. And like always, thank you to every guest that we've ever had. Um, I told it was cool when I went to Scotty's event to be like, hey, thank you for being a guest on our show because he was among the first people to be a guest with us. And I just wanted to thank him in, you know, because nobody really knew what the show was going to do. They had no idea if this was if this was legit or not. And now three years later. Um, I think we've been able to showcase what we're all about. And that brings me really nicely into the theme of communication. So that's what we're going with for this season. Now, when I told you that the theme was going to be communication, what were your thoughts? I mean, there's different kinds of communications, like like all of our themes that we have. So my mind went to like, okay, work communication, then like, oh, communication with your partner and then communication just in general. Yeah. It's funny, like I, in the corporate setting, I think my communication skills are incredibly good. Yeah, like, I'm very proud of how well I can do in the corporate world. Yeah. Outside of that, like I'm one of those people that's um, very if I get too emotional about stuff, yeah, which is a lot, a lot of things like emotional, <laughs> or I get too worked up, I start getting like flustered and I can't speak correctly, so yeah. my mind starts racing and I don't know yeah. words just get stuck in my like mouth when I'm trying to speak. Yeah, so I. Immediately thought about the different forms of communication and it escapes me how I landed on this. I think it's because of some of the challenges that I'm doing for myself that we're going to get to. But as always, we got to hit him with a definition, right? So this is from Marion Weber. This is the definition of communication. It's a noun. It can be a verb, obviously, but. The simple way that they put it is a process by which information is exchanged between individuals through a common system of signals, signs, or behaviors. I love this definition because I found a couple other ones from different dictionaries that I was not a big fan of. They're like, it's the art of communicating. Well, thank you. That's that's absolutely fantastic. Appreciate it. I like this because they said it's an information exchange. That's what I really liked about this, because I do think that it is more about how we exchange what I'm thinking and trying to get you to understand what I'm thinking and vice versa. And why I think communication is going to be a lot of fun to tackle is that can get lost really easily for really small, minute reasons that could cause you to not be able to connect with another person, even though you might have been feeling something different because you couldn't communicate. Like you said, you got flustered, couldn't get your words out. Next thing you know, that communication is broken down. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of arguments and stuff come from misunderstandings where people weren't able to kind of say what they meant to say. And the other person took it 
a way that wasn't meant to be taken that way and things yeah. like that. So the body language one is a big one for me too because for someone as anxious as me, like I don't know why, but I tend to focus a lot on people's body language and the way they yeah. are, are moving or talking and I make up stories in my head of like, oh, they're, they're bored or oh, they're not liking this. And sometimes that helps a lot like it, it, because I do a lot of presentations or yeah. in, in, in corporate life it kind of helps you adjust the presentation as you're going. But yeah. then other times you kind of just overthink anything. It's hard to be in the moment because you're just constantly looking at how people are sitting or acting or what they're doing. Yeah. So. Well, it's hard to determine whether or not you're just reading the room very well or if you're overthinking as you're just looking around. A little bit it. calm, a little bit calm. <laughs> a little bit of both, right? And then it just says, you know, a verbal or a written message. But the what I'm reading to all of our guests which <laughs> this let it clatter. It is what it is. We this was this is how we kick this off. Um, this is from George Bernard Shaw, and he made this statement. So I'm going to read it to you. All the guests are going to hear the same quote. Hit me. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Interesting. Yes. All right. Let me think about that one for a second. So, so I saw. Yeah, you you let you let that sink in. I'm gonna read it again so that everybody can hear it. You're gonna hear this throughout the course of the season with the majority of guests. I haven't decided if I'm gonna pick another quote. I kind of like picking the one thing that we're trying to tackle and see, you know, what everybody thinks about it. But the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Okay. Okay. So the way I take that is like it's like one person assuming that. Okay, I've told them what I think. They should know it. That's the biggest one. Um, that is the biggest one for me. That The biggest one for me is the idea that someone just assumes that you understand what they said or that you even heard what they said or that you were paying attention to what they said. So it's it's like that one person has an idea of expectations, whereas the other person is just carefree. Yeah, this one gets me in trouble a lot, that, that, that situation, because like I said, I make up a lot of scenarios in my head. Yeah. Sometimes I have like these whole conversations in my head, yeah. and then I'll say it a piece out loud. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I thought about all these things, like, <laughs> why didn't you understand it? But I only said one thing, and it yeah. gets me into trouble. But yeah. luckily, like, my wife and I, we've been married for years, she understands that. So at first, she's very annoyed. <laughs> and then when she kind of picks at what I'm saying, and, yeah. and it, Gets me to see the rest. Yeah. So. so I think I have the opposite issue where I'm very direct. I don't. I don't. Just, just a tad. <laughs> just a tad bit. You so know. like I don't. I don't really. Uh, I'm not really vague with how I with how I'm thinking or how I feel. And I and I feel like my I can't hide how I'm feeling. Like my you want to talk about like nonverbal communication, like. I have been told that I have RBF like no other man on the planet just because. I just wear my heart on my sleeve. That's how I've always been. But it also allows me to be my most authentic self. But I, I have also run into issues with it, though. And it's interesting how even if you feel like you're the person who's in their head and then maybe gets a little bit out and myself being someone who's extremely direct, we can still land at the, con the same conclusion that it's communication. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's communication. And I've decided that, you know what? I want to hear how it's impacted other people. That that was really what it was for me is like, how has communication impacted other people? How have you made mistakes with communication? How do you use communication? I was really excited, but I'm also excited to take you through some different episodes here and some different things. We're going to be talking about like active listening. 
we're going to be talking about um, some Harvard Business Reviews on what really makes miscommunication and how miscommunication happens. I, I found some stuff, man. Well, I, I, I mean, this my season, research, my research was was really good this season. This season, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be good because that's <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff that I've worked on because I did a lot of presentations as yep. a trainer and stuff yep. like that. So it's active listening, passive listening, all of that stuff is things yep. that they make you learn so that you can kind of correct situations where you're in a training environment and everyone's just kind of nodding along yeah. but they're not absorbing that information. Yeah, and being able to see if people actually picked up on it. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the this or that episode. Uh, yeah. I have a I have a good one for you. You know what messed me up a lot in communication? Growing up, there was this, my family had this saying, uh, in Spanish, it was, que haya un loco y no dos, excuse me, que haya un loco y no dos, which means, let there be one crazy person but not two. So, like, if someone is arguing with you and, like, you're annoyed, yeah, just whatever. You walk away, you just forget it, and you're good. Yeah. And actually, like, what happens is I'll get annoyed, and the next day I just forget about it. I'm like, whatever, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But that's actually a big problem, right? Because when you're trying to communicate, <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to just brush things off all the time and just absorb no. it. Growing up, I thought that was a good thing because it meant, like, oh, I'm easy going. I don't have to worry about these things. Yeah. But... Other people that don't have that, it's very frustrating for them. Of like, you're just ignoring everything I tell you. That that's day, a, it's gone. yeah, that's it's the thing. Coming to terms with that was like, right. yeah, and you know what though, I think it's good that you've already been able to recognize your that in yourself. But that's where I think communication can break down, where one person is anticipating something else. They're anticipating a reaction, and if they don't get it, that could potentially cause them to feel like you weren't paying attention at all, and you were. You internalized it, but instead of giving them a reaction, now you've given them silence. And some people can't handle that because they were anticipating getting more out of the conversation. Yeah. That's wild to me. It is wild to think about that. But you you just kind of t- touched on a couple of things, right? I don't want to get too much away for this season. Um, the guest list, like I said, is, be great. is spectacular. And I'm just really proud of some of the work that's gone into this so far, but here are the challenges that I put out for myself. And you didn't see this because I forgot to send you the show. Funny, I sent all of the people that I've had recording sessions everything with, I forgot to send you the notes. I forgot to send you the show notes for like, this is, I don't do that very often with you, but I mean, you're bad. You know what's going on. This is a kickoff episode. Not a lot of work. This is the easiest one. And the the, beer episode. The beer episode. episode. These are the easiest ones. Um, But I've got some challenges and I want to hear your take on them. Um, I'm going to be reading five minutes a day for just indefinitely. Five minutes a day. Oh, that's a challenge? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a it's like inserted the habit, right? I love it. What does this include? Audiobooks or physical? Oh, I actually have to read. So if I li- so you know I do Blinkist and other things. I did a bunch of that for this for this season. I went through a bunch of communication books, but no, unless I actually read a book, and not I have it on my my iPad Mini. So like iPad Mini has become like my fit. I, I I love all the YouTube videos where people were like, oh, I don't know about the mini. I don't know about the mini, blah, blah, blah. And then now, like, eight months later, everybody's like, it's my favorite iPad. I've been new that guy. I already knew it was the best iPad. <laughs> I love mine. It's not a power device, but you want to talk about, like, a media writing. I'm using it right now with the show notes, but I have the Books app. And I'm sorry, Books is better than Kindle. Uh, I like that I don't have to go from Kindle to Amazon back into Kindle. I can buy all my books right there. Right now, I'm reading The Obstacle is the Way 
by Ryan Holiday. Next, I'm going to be reading, um, I think it's a, a little red thread or something like that. I'll put the, I'll put all this in the notes, but yeah, I'm going to be doing five minutes every single night. Love it. Yep. That's the first one. Second one, journaling after every yoga session at home. So that's at, a hard one. That one is that's much, one. this is much harder. And I will say this, the reading one, I've been doing that for about two or three weeks now. I've missed maybe two days. The journaling one, I have gone through multiple yoga sessions in a row and forgot to journal. So that is that is something that I am on. I actually have like gotten a bunch of different things to like make my my little leather journal look a lot nicer so that I can feel a little bit better. Because you know how I am. My thought process is feel good, look good, do good. So it's like I'm like tricking in out <laughs> in that order. So I'm like tricking out my notebook so that like I there's attention drawn to them. I've gotten a bunch of Lamy pens or Lamy. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I've gotten a red. I got a red one for a Christmas gift for my uh, brother-in-law. And then I have a, a one that I bought myself that's like a charcoal that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna give myself the aesthetics. I'm gonna give myself. I, I did the, I did the Lance thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it so that I want to journal. It's called knowing yourself. But my goal is to journal after every yoga practice that I do at home. That's like a really hard one because we tried to do that with. Um, we got a journal app so that we could put all the pictures whenever we do an activity with our yeah. son. And it, we we always start off so strong, and but then you do the like, oh, we'll fill it out tomorrow. Yes, that's, and then yep, tomorrow it, becomes a year, and yep. you never do it, and suddenly you pay thirty five dollars a year for this journaling app that you've never used. And that's it's that's my biggest fear with this one is it's so easy to not do it. I've actually I thought that I was gonna do better with the journaling and do worse with the reading of the book, but what I found I don't know what I was listening to, but somebody. I don't know if anybody else feels this way, right? Somebody made this comment about like, if you don't like the book, just stop reading it. And for whatever reason, I like that never resonated with me. Like I always just thought like if I bought the book and I start the book that I have to finish the book. And it's weird that because this doesn't happen to me very often. This is like one of the first times I felt like somebody gave me permission to just put the book down. If if I don't feel like reading it, if I don't want to keep going, just, just stop. And I have never felt more empowered than that statement of like, yeah, just stop reading it. Just I don't remember who it was. It's like, just stop reading it. So there's been a couple books that I bought. And I did like when I first knew I was going to do it, I went straight to the five bucks and under. And I bought like 20 books right away. And I started a couple. They weren't for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm out. And then I remembered, oh, Ryan Holiday, The Daily Stoic. I love his stuff. I get his newsletter. And that's like up my alley for what I'm learning and doing. Let's just go see if I like The Obstacle is the Way. I think I bought that book two or three days ago. I have yet to like miss a day. Oh, I'm sorry. I bought it seven days ago because I haven't missed a day since I bought his book. Okay. And I, it's like, and it's, and I'm like, I'm almost done. It's small. It's like, um, like 200 some pages. But that's what I'm aiming for. Like, I knew, I know myself, right? If I'm going to get a challenge, I'm making it so the books are like under 300 pages. And I just, I can't wait to complete the first one. So that's I, I I tried a couple and just dropped them, and at first I felt like oh I'm failing at this, but then I found this one and a couple other ones that like I just read a little bit to see. I set myself up for success for the next couple. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And then the last one, and it fits perfectly into communication. I am going to go back into trying to learn Spanish again. No, you know what? You hit me with the uh, the word earlier. Yeah. I don't know what you said, but you <laughs> So so the reason why. Because I found, I figured something out, right? I drive about 45 minutes to an hour to, to work every single day. 
And you know how I am. I was like, I'm wasting time. I'm wasting time. So I was listening to Blinkist and listening to books and stuff, but it wasn't enough. And then I was like, well, I sit right next to a Spanish speaker, another Spanish speaker, someone that I go to happy hour and hang out with regularly. And then there's another guy who speaks Italian, but he also speaks Spanish. That's like they're all in the office. All of them are there. And then the two of them are always speaking this little hybrid of Spanish and Italian to each other all day. You know what I mean? And it's like, but what I have the infrastructure that's set up for me to succeed at this. Like I literally have three, four, actually four that are in a, in an earshot of me at, at, in when I'm in the office. So if I'm there three days a week, the way that I've set this up for myself, I'm only listening to the courses on my way in and out of work. And then I let them know once I get to like module 30, I'm going to start. It's a 90, it's 90 courses. I'm on like 15 or something. Nice. Once I get to 30, um, I'm going to get like get flashcards so that I can remember some of the verbs and nouns. And then I'm going to start practicing with them at work. You, you should. And let me tell you, I don't speak Italian. Surprise. Yeah. But for some, I think Italian has a lot of words that sound like Spanish. It's words. a very, that's what they said. So I can actually like, if someone's speaking Italian, I can pick up. Sometimes enough of the words in the sentence to understand yeah. what they're going for. Yeah, so that's, that's what they said. Yeah, you can kind of mix them both. That's what they said, and they and I've told them what I'm trying to do. And for me, this is like, let me, one, this fits perfectly into communication. So I knew I had to do it because I'm like, this is, this is part of the theme for the season. So the reading is communication to me. The journaling is communication for me. And then this is also communicating out. And I like how it's different forms of communication, right? Reading is me taking in information from somebody else. They communicated it. They wrote that book. And now I'm reading it. Journaling is me talking to me. And then Spanish is me talking to a bunch of Spanish speakers. Boom. You want to talk about inception. That's what I'm talking about right there. But, you know, I like to have a good challenge for myself. Like I don't already have you know, a one-year-old and other challenges in my life. I wanted to add a couple more. You know, I was thinking of a challenge for myself too, but of course I didn't do it because I committed <laughs> myself. But I was thinking about it because, you know, the audience doesn't know, but you know for sure is I don't like being on camera. Like I don't like attention. I don't like... Yeah, hence why you haven't gone to any events. Yeah, it stresses me <laughs> a lot. But yeah. that's something that I did want to like kind of start working on. Like, because in my head, I'm like, how can I go in front of like a thousand people at work? Oh, and regularly. Like easy peasy. Yeah, regularly. But like, you put me on camera or like in a small event with people and I stress out. You know, it's like, oh, it's like, I don't like the attention on me. Yeah. So I was like, well, how can I trick myself into doing something that would be fun? Yeah. But get me in front of a camera. Plus yeah. then I get to work on video editing. Exactly. Which, we, which we wanted to do long term. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, you know what I should do? I should do a cooking show. Ooh, you love, love to cook. You love to cook. All the time. And food's great. And I eat a I lot. I wouldn't be on camera a lot. It would just be a small introduction, and then the rest is like what I'm cooking. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? That would be a great way to trick myself. And yeah. then I didn't do anything. Because <laughs> I thought about this like last month, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I kept saying, I'm going to do it next time. <laughs> next time. Think about how, how easy this would be, though. You like just walk in, you have your camera, you do your intro, and then the rest of it's just the top down. You do the top-down view. I think you can make that. You know what? I like it. That's a challenge. We'll put that out there as something for us to do. But again, excited about this season. I cannot wait for you to hear some of these various perspectives. The range of people that we got. That's always what I'm focused on. Like, I don't want just photographers. I don't want just to have chefs and business owners. How can I find somebody who has a different discipline in art? Like when we brought on, um, like Katie, 
uh, Katie with a paintbrush, like somebody that is a painter, somebody who does something completely different than what, or Nick Films with videography. I like bringing on people that have a completely different way of seeing things and doing things. And I think we have got, I believe, our first musician. Dope. I, yeah, we haven't we haven't had a musician on, and I remember I wanted a musician last season, and I could not make it happen. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it happen this season, and I'm I'm excited. I'm just I'm just thrilled for some of the things that are coming our way. Anything else for for everybody before we uh, go ahead and let them get back to their day? Nope, going to be a good season. Uh, be excited. That's all I got. Well, for me, communication. Get ready for it. You know where you can find us. On Instagram at, at it's underscore probably underscore the letter U and our website www.itsprobablyyou.com. And remember, if at any point you feel guilty, it's probably you. <laughs> <laughs>